Hello, friends. I'm here with Carrie Schmidt today. She's the founder and CEO of Infinite Solutions and author of a great book called Behind the Screen, Uncover the Truth, Connect to Your Power, Passion, and Purpose. Welcome, Carrie, to the show today. Hi, Julie. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Oh, well, so wonderful. So I just I just admire your mission so much of raising consciousness and also raising awareness of mental mental illness or I don't even know. I don't even like to call it mental illness. I like to call it like mental awareness, right? Because everyone goes through periods of feeling stronger mentally or feeling weaker mentally. And I just hate that we call it mental illness. I think we need to restructure that because it's such a division. Mental health. I mean, the, the most important health we can have is our mental health. So I agree 100%. It sets your um, your lens, like you said, you have to keep your lens clear. And so if you're, the way you're processing everything around you is in a healthy state, then how can you expect anything wonderful to come out of it? And that's what I really want to share is living a life of magic. So I love your perspective on this. Just so honored to have you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I want to get right to it. Um, in your book, use the analogy about getting behind the screen to clean it, to raise awareness of the lenses that might be on your, you know, your vision. Tell me, a bit, based on your experiences, what type of conditioning are the most damaging? Um, what are the things that are on our lenses that, are, that we most need to clean that you see the biggest impact? Right. So, I mean, you have to understand what is the screen? The screen is your lens of life. It's how you view yourself and how you view other people, including the conditions of your life. And from birth until today, we have accumulated experiences, emotions, memories, and those form our subconscious programming. So what I say in my, in my book is we need to get behind the screen. We need to get into our subconscious mind and understand what has been programmed in our way of thinking. Because unfortunately, most adults have these unconscious behavior patterns and or self-sabotaging habits that may negatively affect or impact their results in life, but they're not aware that they're contributing to the situation. You know, a lot of times we like to point the finger and blame at somebody else. It's this person that's causing the problem, you know, whether it's in a relationship or, you know, your family relationships or your career relationships. So we have to really start to get curious and do some inner work and and um, differentiate between if I'm contributing to the results um, unconsciously. And, and that has a lot to do with raising your awareness to your way of thinking. Mental health is the most important health, like we said, and that all boils down to the thoughts that run through your mind on a daily basis. And we have, on average, 60,000 thoughts that run through our mind. In fact, 80% of those thoughts are negative and 95% are from the past. So when you start to realize the power of your subconscious mind, you will identify that you've picked up a, a certain way of thinking and belief systems that basically co-create your reality. Um, and so I like to help people 
uncover those unconscious behavior patterns and really overcome the inception of them. You, a lot of times we go through trauma or we go through difficult experiences in life and there's an emotion attached to that. And that emotion will continue to replay as long as we think similar thoughts to um, that memory and, it, and it's triggered by those emo- emotional responses. Wow. So, so you're saying if you can change your emotion around a, re- of a situation, you can change the way you're present with it. You change, you change your thoughts. You change your thoughts and the thoughts are the ones that create the emotion. So we have a supercomputer in our head. <laughs> we just don't know how to harness the power of this supercomputer. And the thoughts are electrical signals that create chemicals and hormones that then get released into your body. And that's what creates the emotions. So if we notice a particular emotion, a negative emotion, we have to go back and look at the thoughts that were in our mind that may have triggered that emotion. Nice. And what you're saying is 95% of our thoughts are reoccurring. So if you're on a negative um, emotion like scheme and like you're, you had a negative childhood or you have, you have all these things that you've experienced and you're, gonna, you're bound to repeat what you've had. So you can see how some people can repeat positive and then some people can repeat negative. So it's like breaking out of that cycle. Breaking out of the cycle. Oh, wow. And so this is, I was going to ask this later, but it sort of seems like a good time. How, how does quantum, how does the quantum physics fit into this? Is this part of your thought pattern? Um, I noticed that you were, you studied that and I'm really interested how quantum fits in with thoughts and in your perspective on that. When you realize that everything is energy and that's all there is, you can reflect upon life from a different perspective. Uh-huh. This uh, desk really isn't a desk. If you take a, micro- a microscope out and you look at the subatomic particle perspective, what, what quantum physics tells us is that everything is vibration, frequency, and energy. Your thoughts hold a certain vibrational frequency. And you can actually measure this on a scale. So if you think thoughts of anger, jealousy, envy, hate, fear, those are measured on a lower vibrational scale. Okay. If you think thoughts Mm -hmm. of happiness, joy, enlightenment, peace, freedom, those are on a higher vibrational frequency. The same thing with your feelings because your thoughts create your feelings. So it's kind of like a formula for success. If you can identify and and regulate your thoughts and feelings, you can have more successful results. But most people are not aware of their way of thinking and their way of feeling. And so, like I say in the book, we are like supercomputers walking around on autopilot. Everything that we do is just a pattern because we're habitual beings. But when you can understand energy, vibration, and frequency and apply the universal laws that Nikola Tesla and Albert Mm -hmm. Einstein knew back in the 1900s, we just 
aren't really, the focus isn't there. And I believe it should be. We need to look at um, the world from a different perspective and understand quantum physics shows us everything's connected. There's quantum entanglement. So you can have uh, a thought that can affect somebody from across the world. And this is what science is starting to catch up with what ancient spirituality and ancient religions have been trying to teach us for so long. But now why it interested me is because I'm a very logical person. So Mm -hmm. if I can get down to the subatomic particle perspective and understand that it's not just a particle of creation. There's waves of energy. And based on the observer effect, your um, observance of something actually can collapse that wave of probability into a particle um, of creation. Uh, I just, I love it because I'm scientific as well. I mean, not by nature, but by, I want, I want proof because if I'm going to talk about something, I want to be like, okay, well here you can look at this and see it. So to me, it's like evidence that we can live a life of magic. Cause if we tune in to that higher vibration, if, like you said, if you, if you monitor your state and stop saying, Oh, this happened to me. Well, it's just about the way you look at it. So if you can, if you can raise your vibration and, and pull out of that low frequency, everyone's going to have them. But it's the idea that you have control of your frequency. It can be measured and it can affect, like you said, someone across across the world can feel it. I I just heard, I don't know who I was listening to, but they're talking about how communities can affect the weather. And, you know, there's cities that have better weather than other cities just because the people are at a higher vibration. And like you said, the higher vibration is those states of joy, caring, um, gratitude, love, life of love. (laughs) So I just, I love that. I love that you broke it down and and you went there because like you said, this is ancient um, spirituality. And, and we, I love your mission of bringing it to the people because it's our power as above, so below. And, and, um, just the more we can share that, the more we can just help this humanity, um, humanity evolve. And you're giving people the tools. Sure. It's about raising our collective consciousness and realizing that we're all connected. And when we can tap into that, Mm -hmm. the power of connection, the power of energy, we can make this world a better place. It's just getting the information out to the Mm -hmm. masses because they don't teach it in school and they don't talk about this on the nightly news, which in my opinion, they should do both. (laughs) Educate, educate our youth on the power of your mind, (laughs) body, soul connection and energy and um, put it on the news because it's more important. I think. Mm -hmm. Right, right. If everyone, if they, they set out, like my vision would be like the first five minutes of the news set a set of intention that everyone can, can listen to the news and, and make, make their perspectives not based on division or um, judgment that we could use the news to help raise awareness and caring instead of like this, oh, this it seems like the news is just pumping fear and that makes the collective, you know, lower their, their vibration. I can't even, I can't even have the commercial news on at my house. It's just, I'm sensitive to it, but that's also because I, 
I've done the work to raise my awareness. So, I mean, in your opinion, um, what's, what's, what are three things people can do to be more aware of their emotions and, and just say that they're, they're just starting out and what, what's a quick, like two quick tips that, that you can say, Hey, if you do this, you know, morning, noon, and night, this, it's going to build your foundation to keep going to the next level. What would you recommend? The first thing is to just start noticing what you're noticing. Notice your way of thinking. Start to pay attention to the thoughts that go through your head on a daily basis. So the first step is for one week, I'm going to start to pay attention to my way of thinking in every situation. I'll give you a for instance. If you're in the shower, most of the time you're reflecting while you're washing yourself, washing your hair, whatever you're doing, you're thinking of something else. You're not consciously thinking about what you're doing in the shower. Make it a conscious effort to start to notice what I'm thinking about. Because what I've noticed when I have applied this to my own life is I spent 15 minutes thinking about a situation yesterday where I got into a discussion, uh, maybe an argument with a coworker or a boss of mine. And so therefore, I'm reliving that in the shower as I'm trying to start my new day for today, but it's bringing up negative emotions. And so I'm going to get out of the shower and I'm already stressed out, right? So anything that you're doing, start to pay attention to the thoughts that are going through your mind. Now, if you notice that those thoughts are creating negative emotions, if they're stressing you out, if they're getting you anxious, or if they're causing you to feel sad, that's the number one step to raise your awareness is to start to notice your thoughts and then notice the way those thoughts make you feel. I'll take it a step further is once you do this work, you'll start to uncover these reoccurring patterns or recurring thought processes and feelings. And that's the key. So the key is to know that that's a subconscious program that's going to continue to operate until you become aware and you reprogram it. So in my book, I teach a seven-step lifetime system of transformation to overcome your subconscious programming. Because what people don't realize is from zero to seven, you're in a theta brainwave frequency where your brain is literally a download and you're picking up these cues from people, whether it's your parents, caretakers, siblings, friends, teachers, and it's just being downloaded into your mind. What, when there's a strong emotion attached to something, it usually is a lot stronger. So you might be replaying something from your past in your current life as an adult, but you don't realize that it was rooted from your childhood. So in order to fix it, you have to go back and you have to process that information, reprogram your subconscious mind, and then program a new, more positive way of thinking and feeling, which will help with your actions and or limit your reactions because the reactions are the ones that are very emotionally driven and then usually have a negative effect on our results. Um, so in my book, I teach this seven-step approach to do all of that. Um, but the first step is raising your level of awareness to your thought processes. How am I thinking? What are some reoccurring thoughts that are showing up because I know I have control. No one else can reprogram my mind. I have to do it. So I have to become aware first. That's so empowering. That is really, that's really great. So reoccurring patterns can give you 
insight into your subconscious programming. I think that's very powerful. And, you know, looking at situations or, or obstacles that are reoccurring in your life can be very, instead of pushing them down and trying to, you know, sometimes we want a glass of Chardonnay and just sort of just, you know, zone out when, when really those reoccurring things, those things that are really bothering you are probably in your subconscious that they're, they're tapping on your door saying, please clean, like you said, clean the lens. I just love that. Like you have the power to, to shine it up. Yes, you do. And I, I do, I do agree that we need to have more education. It needs to be part of our, you know, our, our children's lives to, to give them insight. You know, children can be so honest. And like you said, that theta brainwave, they're just trying to survive. They're trying to please the parents. They're you know, the children are just full of joy and they're just so, they're just blank canvases. So if parents understood, it's not just taking care of, you know, giving your children nutritious food. It's also making sure that they, they can use their mind, their supercomputer as a, as a tool. Um, and it, it's just not like a random coincidence. Parents, you know, uh, uh, of course, we try to do the best we can do, but oftentimes parents will pass down their own faulty programming to their children. And so we have just generational faulty programs being passed down until we can become aware that we have the power to change that. Um, but again, it's all in our awareness. And I think that's where consciousness comes in and teaching that to people so that you can become aware of your own faulty programming and try not to pass it on to your children <laughs> because they're just mirror images of us. They are. They, they show us so much. If we, if we let them, if we really pay attention to what they're going through, they can teach us so much. <laughs> it's actually beautiful if you get down to it. Um, that's, I mean, just being in that moment of, of seeing where a child is coming from, you know, like even I've come to just, my kids are older now, but when a, when a child's having a fit, like in the grocery store or at the park, I just sit back and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just running through so much. It does, it does, it's not even annoying anymore that a child's screaming and yelling, having a fit. I just have such compassion for what they're going through. And, and uh, it's just, it's just a really... It's, I think we're treasures. We, we need to just treasure how they process and, and support them so much. Um, I would really love to see more in that area. But I, I do think people are they're more drawn to this consciousness um, information. So I just really appreciate how you're sharing it in such a step-by-step way. You know, it's not, it's not a coincidence. Um, it's really cool. I was going to ask you, your history of being in a place where you are supporting your son and you made a decision, you, you decided you were going to, you're going to provide a great life for him as a, you were like, you're really young when you, when you got your job and then you rose up through the ranks. And did you, I mean, you hadn't studied the spirituality aspect of it, but did you have an epiphany or a, did, did you hit rock bottom and then say, okay, this isn't who I am or how did you, first start clearing your lens. It was a breakthrough. 
Mm -hmm. So in the book, I share um, struggles of going through my parents got divorced when I was a child and my family kind of splitting up. And then I was trying to find my way in as a teenager, trying to find my group. And I ended up uh, being in a relationship with someone for what ended up being nine years. He cheated on me, broke my heart. I went through a lot of um, emotional trauma as a teenager um, that led to drugs and alcohol. And my son was my first moment of awakening to unconditional love and just the power of the beauty. <laughs> Before my son was born, I was in a dark place. I was depressed and just just not happy with my life and it and I really wanted mm -hmm. to find love. And so I believe God planted the seed in me and my son was my angel baby. Um when I had him at 25 years old, I was on I, I had to get on welfare and get, you know, food stamps and um, government assistance to be able to provide for him. And I had uh, recently graduated college. So I had a degree um, and I vowed to provide the best life for my son. Mm. Being a single mother, I've raised him on my own since he was born. He's now 15 years old. Um, I worked and I devoted my life to my son and my career. And in doing so, I grew, I rose in the corporate, uh, corporate ladder. And after 10 years, I became a general manager of a $100 million manufacturing facility. So um, you can change your life. You can shift. You can get out of the rut. It, there's usually a catalyst. And this is quantum physics too. There has to be a catalyst introduced to drive change because we get stuck in these ruts and we don't see another way. We don't see a different perspective because our screen is foggy. Um, so when you can, you know, and oftentimes it, it's a catalyst and sometimes it's death, sometimes it's disease, mm -hmm. sometimes it's divorce, sometimes it's the birth of something else, but it's, mm -hmm. it's usually a heavy catalyst that drives that change for you to kind of wake up and say, wow, you know, now, now it's time to make a change. And my son did that for me. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> he planted the seed in my belly. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's just, it's just, again, it's the children. There are gifts from God, you know, like, right. oh, it, that unconditional love. I, that's the most powerful thing. And love that story, how you just, you just, decided you made a decision right like you're like this is how it's going to be and i'm going to provide and and you felt that love and uh that's and it's inspiring it's just beautiful thank you i was very scared in the beginning when i was pregnant um to raise a son on, on my own but once i had him and held him in my arms i was like i can do anything but that's just i can my whole world changed and that's I'm grateful. And that people people can make a decision and change their life even if even if their life was full of dysfunction or searching or or any kind of drug use or or abuse just making that decision that you don't have to be there like you said that's that's the agent of quantum physics that that you that you can make a decision and and change the path. And I love the analogy of the airplane pilot. Have you heard that one? I have not. So the airplane goes up and it's it's flying through the sky and they the pilot gets adjustments 
And it's just little subtle adjustments and they don't stay directly on the course, the flight path, but they just adjust and, and we still make it to the same place, but it's not a perfect trajectory. Sometimes you got to go over a storm. Sometimes you've got to, you know, veer right or left a little, but it's not, it's not huge. It's just little tiny quantum adjustments is what comes to my mind talking to you that, you know, we, we can arrive at our place. We can fly from Hawaii to New York and that plane gets there because of tiny little adjustments. And, you know, we, you know, the analogy would be that our, our brain is the, you know, the plane and, and we just have to understand that we can pilot that brain and, and our plane. So I think that's a very empowering message. Definitely. So that's, that's really cool. And so you, so to be to be a good problem solver and to use use your your gifts like cuz you you had these gifts but they weren't actualized because you were you were hurting or looking for you know love and for someone else to provide you love and so then you got it you got in this position to say okay I'm I'm going to I'm going to steer my ship I'm going to I'm going to provide for my son and you you took the you took the reins and and you took your strength and that's that's inspiring thanks so i think it is um yeah. it's it is our will power you know we have to have the will to want to change we have to have a reason to want to change some people feel hopeless because they feel like they don't have anything or anyone to support them um and that's why i wrote the stories in my book i share a lot of personal trauma, um, things that I went through, because I want to reach others who might feel unloved, who might feel unfulfilled, who might feel alone or hopeless, and tell them that you're not alone. There are millions of people that struggle behind the screen, behind whatever screen you want to look through and perceive another person. But your perception is really a reflection of your beliefs and your thought patterns. And you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to stay in a dead end job or in a relationship that you're miserable in. You can, you can shift your life. Um, and so it'll take the willpower or the want to do it, but then there's tools and there's resources out there. And that's why I do these podcasts. That's why I do speaking engagements, because I want to show people that there are resources, there are strategies that you can apply to your way of thinking. You can apply to process your emotions because they're just energy stuck. And when we have suppressed emotions, they follow with us in our bio field. Because you have an energy field around you, you exude energy. It can be negative or positive, and that's the duality of our world. There's always going to be negative, positive. There's always going to be light, dark, the sun and the moon. You know, there's opposites, but it's how you can navigate the electromagnetic energy through life with other people and with yourself. And it's beautiful when you can fine tune and align and harmonize, but most people are not in harmony. Most people are not aligned. Um, and you know, that's why I do what I do is because I wasn't aligned. I wasn't in harmony. I figured out the key and now I want to teach everybody else the key <laughs> because it's so in our, it's so much in our power. We have the power. It's connecting with your power. It's inside of you. It's not inside of anyone else. 
And like you said, we have voids, you know, we have these voids that we need to fill. But unfortunately, we fill them in the wrong ways, drinking or drugs or sex or gambling or whatever that may be um, that kind of numbs you out so that you don't have to think or feel about it. But that's just numbing you because you're going to wake up tomorrow and, and you still have the same void. So let's fill the void so that you can live a more empowered and joyous and happy life and have a better impact on others in this life. And that's, that's the biggest thing is that when you're, when you're the most hopeless, like there's people who are so upset about everything that's happening in the world. I mean, we keep getting, we keep getting information about tragedies and, and, you know, you feel alone and you feel victimized or you're just like, what, what's going on with the world? But the, the major point is that you finding out how to find your joy will affect everyone around you. And then we can, like you said, we can change the world. You change the vibration that's coming off of you. That's why you're not alone. You're, you're feeling this way so that you can transmute it. So you can work on it and, and make a difference. So those people are feeling the worst. They have the biggest responsibility and, and they, they're the ones that are going to feel the biggest connection once they break through. I mean, it's just, I just I just want to send out I just want to send out to anyone who's listening who might be hurting that empowerment that you you can find your you can find your place the, the reason you're feeling so low is that you have so much more to give and and that's absolutely and that's what it gets down to is that you know you you're a divine being and you're here not by that's accident what I'm trying to do well you hit the nail on the head very important said, reason you know, we we get it's, all these notifications know, no one should be sleepwalking we all have all important work to do so, so you know forget about forget about how you're choose feeling if you're feeling it. alone choose just realize how many other people are, are struggling and how you changing you can can affect maybe i don't know hundreds of people the more we like what you're doing, you're going to, you're going to affect million plus the problem is there's so <laughs> much attention exciting. on fear and fighting and separation. And that's not, that's not where we should pay our attention because they don't broadcast on the nightly news, all the good things that happen. Cause there's way more good that happens than bad. It's just not as great of a story, right? It doesn't gather as much attention, but there's so much good and there's so many good people in the world doing so many things. They just don't make news stories about that oftentimes. Um, so that's raising your level of awareness and consciousness to understand that we're all connected. And when we realize that we can <laughs> stop the hate and stop the violence and stop the separation. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Well said. Well said. I completely agree with you. That resonates with my heart so much. Yeah. So much. And, and when yeah. That's why I love I love doing these podcasts because frequency. we're it's we're transmuting any negativity. I mean, you, like for me, it's like, like energy. One positive message can wipe out millions energy, of. It makes so much sense. Deceitful and if you or, think about it, your brain is the electrical impulses. Are, are your heart is the us because we, we're light beings. So we are, we're here to vibrate at a high vibration. That's why love is so powerful, and, and our heart is the most because we are powerful organ. It sends out those hurts that are much higher than our brain. So, you know, we are energetic <laughs> beings having a human experience. So let's focus on the energy that can raise the vibration and affect other people in a positive way. Because when you feel depressed, it feels heavy. You're dense. You're in a dense level. Mm -hmm. And when you're dense, you attract more density. You attract more people around you that are vibrating that in that level. Because if I'm vibrating high, I don't want to be around somebody who's dense over here. So you mm -hmm. have to figure out how to connect to your inner power, raise your vibration. And that's when you can start to really work with um, the universal laws. Mm. Yes. Yeah, universal laws. Just if you yes, want to go to a rabbit hole, Google that. It's huge. It's wonderful and it's magical. Um, and you know, it's it's your quest. Like, look at it as your adventure. You don't want to stay where you are. How, how are you going to find your path? And and guidebooks like your book can help people um, to find it. So, you know, I hope that any listeners who this resonates with yeah. will pick up your book. I'm going to put a link on it Me for the too. Amazon. I, I believe you're on in Amazon. divine connections. I and, believe uh, that I'll put a link um, when you're on the right on path the, and you on the have show the right description so that everyone can find um, the you. The universe will deliver um, in the most And I do look forward to, to hearing how everything all the time comes together because you, you know, you're on, you're on this trajectory that's very exciting. And I want to speak I just love it. I feel such a connection to your mission and your spirit. Just I really appreciate that the universe brought us together. Maybe it was quantum. What do you think? <laughs> these fundamental principles of life that you can apply to your life to get unstuck, to have hope, to feel peace, freedom, joy, love, all of the things that we are here to experience in this physical body, we can experience when you start to harmonize and in my stories and through the book, I hope to teach that. Well, I, I think it's a great success and I, I look forward to your, you know, getting, getting, hearing about how you're in the high schools and the elementary schools and, 
in helping out with that because that that's what we need and and we need we need more of that message. So thank you so much. And anyone who's interested um, can, you have a website, right? Sure. Thank you, Jolie. Yeah. Yes, it's carrie-schmidt.com and you can find behind the screen on Amazon. Great. Well, that's so wonderful. And I thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to the next episode. As always, you can reach me at www.youneedapeptalk.com. Be well, my friends, and enjoy each day as each moment is a chance to live the life of your dreams. Take care.